There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're listening to the luscious full sound of my voice on the Cult Popsha podcast. And if you like how this sounds, then um, you might not like this episode. Uh, okay, here's, here's what happened, guys. Um, we've mentioned this a couple times on the show. Uh, we recently upgraded to a multi-microphone set and have been playing around with digital mixes to try and to try and get out all of the, the people on the podcast's voices uh, better and more crisp and so you can hear them better. But every now and then, something goes a little wrong. Last week, for example, um, we didn't use pop filters and you could hear uh, breathing really loud. Uh, this week, um, I screwed up uh, with something in the mixer called Gate. Uh, and my more tech-savvy friends tell me that that's the reason why this podcast kind of sounds like we're underwater. Uh, it kind of sounds like both Richard and I have had the humanity sucked from our voices. Um, so this is all to say, if you'd listen to this podcast for its audio quality, uh, this episode might not be the one you want to want to check out. Um, and if this is your first episode... Don't don't let this be your first episode. Go listen to the Kill Bill one. No, actually, that had breathing in it. Go listen to the go listen to the Beethoven one. That's that's a that's actually that was only on one microphone. Huh. Just don't listen to it at all. Anyway, uh, that's just a, a pre warning and to let you know, in case you felt you should leave a comment that uh, we know we know how it sounds and this is more an episode for uh, current listeners than new listeners so thank you very much and um well here it is that was also a very, very personal <laughs> thing to say <laughs> so maybe we'll start from here okay. from me saying that was a very personal thing to say just believe it up. just like well no i mean this is this is i like to think that this is a podcast where you can be honest and just speak your mind if you don't, if you've got something to say, Richard, just say it. This is me getting on Hello, everybody, and welcome to Film Franchise Fortnights on the Cold Pop Shop podcast. podcast. My name is Alexander Jones, Jones, but you can call me AJ. Jay. And uh, in, directly in front of me, sporting a beautiful handlebar moustache, which is bleached blonde, just for just for this podcast. It's Richard Martin. Hello. <laughs> um, this is a podcast. If you've never heard it before, uh, welcome. Yeah, what are you doing here? Well, no, this is yeah. Welcome, welcome. If, if you've never heard it before, heard this before, we're just a couple of crazy cats from from New Zealand, uh, and we talk about film franchises every fortnight. We randomly select them. So this, if this is your first episode, please don't comment with. Can you guys do this next? Because no. We don't choose the episodes. I'm sick of telling people this. You know who you are. 
every person that listens to this one. That's what a way to alienate our fan base. Yeah, someone was like, yeah, hey, like, hey, I'm going to reach out to these two guys across mm. the world who I, you know, want to engage with them. Yeah. And we go, hey, guess what? You're a fucking. <laughs> I'm not saying, although we did get a very, very, um, a very uh, nice email from from someone who I might read out later, who, who suggested a bunch of films that we that he would like us to watch. Some of them weren't even films. Some of them weren't even franchises. But you know, it's, <laughs> you know, but I, it's I feel engaging like, with the yeah, listeners. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I've established now that I don't want people to comment and suggest films. I've changed my mind completely. I want you to comment. <laughs> please, just, just say anything. anything. Just please. Um, Let us know if you're out there. <laughs> today, today on this episode, we're talking about a franchise called Monsters Inc. and Monsters University. The Monsters University. The Monsters University. Yeah. No, it's not. This really isn't referred to as anything. I guess it would be the Monsters Inc. franchise. Yeah. If anything, because all the extended Pixar's monster films. Yeah, yeah. So Monsters Inc. Uh, well, the Monsters, Pixar's monster films consist of two films, as I said. Uh, monsters, Inc., which came out in 2001 and was directed by Pete Doctor. Mm. Um, what's that one about, Richard? Uh, oh, gee, okay. Yep, well, right into it. Right um, all right, so we follow um, Mike Wazowski and James P. Sullivan, or Sully, mm-hmm. uh, and Mike. Uh, and they work at Monsters Incorporated, mm-hmm. where they basically go into little kids' bedrooms at night as they're, we all have done. They're monsters, time. by the way. Um, you hadn't mentioned that yet. And they, um, they harvest screams. So they scare monsters. They, they've got these, like, doors, which are portals into the human world. Mm-hmm. And they scare them, and the screams are what powers Monstropolis, which is the city they live in. Uh, but things go awry when a little girl gets escapes into the monster world. And here's the thing I didn't mention. The, hu- the monsters think that humans are toxic. Mm-hmm. But it's revealed that they're not. And so it's a, it's a lovely little um, story about a, a, a big gruff monster who, who, who forms like a, a good bond with like a, well, like a three-year-old girl yeah. as, as they try to get her back home while also like avoiding... Like keeping a, her a secret. Yeah, yeah, keeping her a secret and avoiding uh, Randall Boggs. Randall Boggs. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Bus- always Buscemiing mm-hmm. against our heroes. Um, and that... Scored. I'm doing it a little differently. Fuck, dude. Yep, we're, we're changing up the format okay. for our first-time listeners. Um, that has a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes of 96% and an audience score of 90%. Then... Uh, Wait, could you repeat that? I was moving a stool. 96% and 90%. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, in 2013, so Whoa. 12 years later, Monsters University came out, and that was directed by Dan Scanlon. Not the same person. No. Um, and what's that one about? This one is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is um, our first prequel. I thought I looked that up and it's not. <laughs> what's our first prequel? Uh, we technically Sponge Out of Water is a prequel. Uh, Wolverine Origins is a prequel, yeah. plus all the X-Men prequels are prequels. I, I, I stopped at that point where I was like, yeah, it's not our first prequel. <laughs> what's the point? Um, all right, yeah. I'd say X-Men Origins Wolverine's our first straight prequel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is about, uh, it's a prequel mm-hmm. set at Monsters University, mm-hmm. which is where Mike and Sully met. Mm-hmm. And they're kicked out, they get into an argument, and they're kicked out of uh, scaring 
class. So, and they're, they're not allowed to become scarers, which is like, you know, they're the, the football stars of mm-hmm. the monsters world. Um, and so they enter and they have to start a fraternity and enter the scare games and learn to work together to be allowed back into scaring class to become scarers. And so it's also, so we know from Monsters Inc. that my, uh, Sully is a scarer mm-hmm. and Mike is like his assistant. His coach. His coach. Yeah. And then we're shown in Monsters University that Mike, like it was his lifelong dream, dream to become a scarer. Yeah. But he doesn't, just doesn't have it in him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's too cute. He's, yeah. a little, he's a little... Oh, we didn't mention that. Mike's a one-eyed little green ball and Sully's a big... I'm going to be calling him Scully, this whole thing. I know. It's, it's right on the, the forefront of my mind. Sally's a big, like, blue and pink Yeti thing. Yeah. Um, they're, both, they're both very cute, but Sully... Like, Sully can we're told scary. Gary's Sully's scary. Um, cool. So that has a critic score of 71% and an audience score of 81%. Still respectable. Not quite as high as the original, but... Yeah. But still, still a pretty good score for a, for a sequel slash prequel. Uh, so Monsters, Inc. and Monster University are Pixar's fourth and 14th animated film, respectively. Wow. They both have four of them. Yeah, that's true. And star, they star such voicing talent as John Goodman, Billy Crystal, and Steve Buscemi, among others. Um, they obviously played John, so got John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Billy Crystal's Mike, Steve Buscemi's Randall. Uh, Monsters Inc. also represents a breakthrough for 3D animation, uh, the 3D animation industry, sporting its own custom-made software called Fizzed, which was utilised to realistically animate each of Sully's 2,320,413 ears. Yeah, and it looks good. Yeah, it does look good. And Monsters University is Pixar's first and currently only prequel. Uh, collectively, the two films have grossed 1,306,000... Oh, that's one billion. Yeah, one, fuck. One billion three hundred six million one hundred ten thousand seven hundred sixty nine dollars, making Monsters Inc. the Monsters Inc. franchise the ninth highest-grossing animated film franchise. Mm. Interesting. Um, so you did do things a little bit different um, there, and I'm doing things a little bit differently this, this oh, podcast as well. Um, you might have heard me taking a couple of sips earlier, and you might not have heard Carbonation. Uh, that's because this week, and speaking of monsters, in order to become not such a like just fat, disgusting monster, I'm just having a nice cup of water. I don't know if people like hearing people drink or consume food at all on podcasts, regardless of if it's carbonated. But good, it's a good <sighs> life hands. choice, good life decision. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I had a coke like yeah with my pizza earlier. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but I'm just having some water on the podcast, yeah. keeping the vocal cords. Nice and moist. <coughs> Very so good. that's what you're hearing. Very good. It's moist vocal cords. Okay. Moistened by water. So first thing that I want to talk Not about to do with Monsters really Inc. and Monsters University. Um, a while ago on this podcast, we used to talk about titles quite a lot. Yeah. We haven't for a long time. And I just want to get it up front, right out of the way. I am so angry that Monsters University isn't called Monsters U. Right. Because Monsters Inc., Monsters U, it's like, cool, they're abbreviated facility names. Monsters University is such a, it's, I don't know, I hate it. I don't know, no one calls it Monsters U, it's MU or Monsters University. They call it Monsters U. Sure they do. When? Give me a time code, Alex. (laughs) They could, they could do that, you know. Mm, Yeah, no, no one calls universities something U. Yeah, they do. What? In America, they call them all U's, don't they? Okay, what do they call it? Whatever the name of the university is, U. 
I don't know. I don't know names of American universities. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have brought that up. Actually. Well, or well, in New Zealand you'd call it Monsters Uni, right? But I feel like they don't say Uni in other countries. Yeah. No. Well, you. Yeah. Because they call it MU hmm. or Monsters University. I don't know. I it just. It, I think it, it makes more sense for the first time we call Monsters Incorporated. Sure. Like right. Yeah. Then yeah, because yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're both great titles. Okay. Well, fine then. We disagree about titles a lot. Podcast is over. I'm shutting the laptop. Uh, okay. Not just this episode, the series. Richard, Monsters Inc., Monsters U, which is your favourite? Well, Monsters Inc. is clearly the superior movie. But I'm going to... I, 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 I've gone out to bet for uh, <laughs> Monsters University before. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a good yeah, prequel. Yeah. Um, it plays with what we know mm. a lot because mm. we're shown at the start Mike wants to be a scarer and we know that that doesn't happen. Yeah. And so it's kind of like we know it's going to be a tragedy at some point. Yeah. Or that, that we're going to get this harsh life lesson in. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself just blowing all my um, sweet talking points mm-hmm. um, right off the bat. But the thing I love about Monsters Inc., uh, Monster University, sorry, is that it's, and there was another movie around the same time, maybe I'll remember it, as the podcast goes on, that has like a, a a good message for kids. It's not it's not like a good message as in like you know, um I'm trying to think of a generic message, but like if you try your hardest you can achieve anything. Yeah, basically like you think that's a good message, but Monster University gives you the the life message that you can try your hardest, but some things you're just not gonna be good at or you're not gonna be the best at. Mm. And that's fine. You just have to find what you are good at. Yeah. And that's beautiful. That's that's what kids need to be taught. None of this like I'm really going to hate that I'm about to say, but millennial like participation. <laughs> Stop award. talking about them. <laughs> um, this like this participation award. Yeah. You know, like um, societal mm. sort of thing of like you, you, you did good for trying and everyone gives you a pat on the back. It's like, you know, that's not always going to happen yeah. and you need to learn that like, because the, the, the I guess the, the message of, of um, the theme of Monsters University is like perseverance mm-hmm. because Mike is so driven and then he, and he realizes eventually that's in the wrong field. And the thing I really, really love about Monsters University that actually makes the, makes Monsters Inc. It's going to get so confusing. It makes Monsters Inc. better because at the end of it, Mike's the, the so end of Monsters Inc. is um, they realize that children's laughter is actually more, is 10 times more powerful than screams. Mm-hmm. And Mike's now the best comedian monster. Yeah, yeah, and great. so it's beautiful. It's like, that was a cool ending anyway. It's, oh, Mike's, you know, getting his thing. But like, we're showing that he struggled his entire life. Yeah. And then he, he finally has his place and it's at the top. Yeah. And it also, yeah. it also um, presents what a coach for a scarer does way better in Monsters University and basically but if I was to draw comparisons I would say Mike is a director and Sally's an actor yeah that's that's sort of the 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 way to think of it because Mike can set up the scene and Sully can deliver yeah uh, yeah and there's a great the end of Monsters University does that really well yeah. is um because we're shown like don't try and scare a teenager mm-hmm. because they're not going to be scared of you yeah and you, you'll die um yeah. and then there's a scene near the end of Monsters University they get 
put in the human world and the portal is shut from the monster's side. Yeah. And so they have to generate enough power on their side to open the portal up again. And Mike's like, we should scare this group of adults that have just walked in. And Sally's like, no, we can't do that. I'm, I'm, you know, Sally, who up until this point has been super cocky, mm-hmm. is like, I can't do that. And the way they do it, another great message that Monsters University has is they do it by creating a creepy atmosphere yeah. for so long before actually, you know, delivering this huge screen, which works. But, um, and that's like a great allegory for like Hollywood mm-hmm. is that like, no, this is how you do a scary movie. It's not just jump scares. You have to build an atmosphere yeah, yeah. and that's what makes these things effective. And so there's like a couple of, and, and we, we, we said it when we were watching it, that it's like the last 20 minutes of the movie is like amazing. Yeah. The first hour and a half is generic college movie. That's, yeah, um, that's what I was It's like a kid's movie. It's like college movie with a kitty filter over it. Yeah. Um, but there's some really, really good stuff at the end. And I, and I'm not one person to be, I'm not the kind of person to be like, oh God, it's so wasted. Like I, I like that we got to know these characters for an hour and a half and um, it's it's still a really fun movie up until that point. And then it's got these actually really good real world lessons Mm -hmm. at the end of it. Yeah, I think, so I don't don't know if it's a college movie. It feels more like a sports movie to me would be the, the, cause, so, and sports movie as like a subgenre is by default full of cliches. And so I think where Monsters University falls down, despite having an, having a, an ending that's probably better than Monsters Inc. as a whole movie, mm-hmm. um, it's, yeah, the first, most of the movie is just kind of like a generic sports movie of the team learning to work together, rising to the yeah, top. Yeah, it's always like there's like five challenges. The yeah, first yeah. one, um, they lose horribly, but then they end up scratching through. Yeah. Um, like they, they lose because they didn't work together and then they scratch through because someone else cheated. Hmm. Um, so predictable. And then after that, they like just barely win or something like that. And then there's like a montage of them doing really well because they've coming they learned, second, basically. coming second to, because they learned to really work together. And then in the end, they actually end up winning, but it's because through like, uh, the cheating, but they weren't aware of it. They weren't all aware of it. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how much I want to get into the semantics of what happens. In the, yeah. No, I'm just saying that, that it's like, it's yeah, a very, yeah. like the losing because they didn't work together and like learning yeah. that lesson and then learning to work it becomes a, the, the ending of Monsters University almost throws out the rest of the film because you thought it was about this and it's like, hey, actually, it's not about this. It's like from dusk till dawn. Like, you yeah. <laughs> thought it was about this, but actually, no, it's about. It's like there's a there's a great scene where um, where Mike and Sully are like having like should we like, do it? Do you want to be one? Of the, well, should we play it? Um, Rather than you just you know, I'm just trying to create you know. All oh, right, okay. A bit of fun back and forth. I, I feel like I'm the Mike in our dynamic. Okay, All but right. that's more because I'm smaller. Right. I it's not because I direct you or I'm smarter than you or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just feel like you're a more dominant person than me. Yeah. Okay. That's where it came from, love, not from condescension. Condescension. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, so you start. Okay, so Mike's all like... No, you're Mike. So yeah, just, yeah. Just I'm trying. I, well, I didn't plan to do a role well, play. No, but you, like, right. you, you were going to say both sides. Exterior, of it now. exterior, Camp Lakeside. Mike looks into the into the water and he's like, "You know, I 
Oh, my whole life, I've, I worked harder than anybody else to be a scarer. And I'm no good at it. And you come in with your, you're a Sullivan. You got it made. Yeah, well, I'm scared. You don't you know that? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the line, the line is um, something, something like, um, he says, uh, people think I'm real scary, but most of the time I'm terrified. And what you get, re what's really cool there, and I've experienced this in real life in sort of a similar situation. Because everyone is so scared of you all the time. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean if you guys don't know what AJ looks like, <laughs> it's horrifying. Okay, here's, here's, I'll just, so I was talking to this, this girl I know once, and I was, like I was telling her, no, I was telling her about how life is harder when you're a, a chubby, short, hairy dude. Right, I was like, and she was, she was a pretty girl. I was like, life's harder when you're a chubby, chubby short, hairy dude because people don't give you the benefit of the doubt. They assume you're a certain way. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know, you. And I said to her, you must be happy just because you're pretty. Like, how on earth can life be hard for you? And she said, yeah, but I don't know if people want to get to know me or not. And I was like, holy shit! And that's totally what it is with with Mike and Sally. Is like, you don't. Sally basically doesn't. People want to want to be around Sully, but no one wants to know him. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, yeah. So, watching it, you kind of and people would be listening to this, and they won't understand one side of the argument. Mm. They'll be like, "What? People love talking to you, like even though you're like disgusting to look at." <laughs> um, or you'd be like, oh, "Fuck you!" Like you're attractive. I'll yeah. give anything to be there, and like. I guess coming from like myself being someone who is like quite attractive, but has also <laughs> gotten really fat lately. Um, <laughs> this is what are you doing? <laughs> um, is that like I'm in this unique position of being able to understand both? Right, uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, you walked yourself into this, buddy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I was setting myself up for that joke, and you've ruined the illusion now. It wasn't off the cuff. I thought of that midway through your little speech. <laughs> And then I and I turned it around to very just so good. I could say that very good. No, and it's true. And now having explained it, Monsters University depicts two sides of the popularity spectrum, where where the unpopular feel like life is harder for them, and the popular feel like no one yeah no one wants you to know them, and everyone expects so much of them. Yeah, but having said that, like fuck the popular people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. There, there is a there is a branch of popular people that everything is <laughs> the sort of way more like bitter than it meant to. But there is a branch of popular people that got everything handed to them, and they're also really nice people, and they work hard. And fuck them. That's all I have to say. Monsters Inc. Um, I think the main reason why I would regard Monsters Inc. as a better movie than Monsters University overall. Is because well, there's two reasons. One, it's a super tight script. Like that, that script, everything. There is no wasted time in Monsters Inc. Yeah, Monsters Inc. is like twenty minutes shorter than Monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is interesting for like a, a twelve years later sequel prequel. You'd think would be the shorter mm. one, but no. Mm. Like yeah, and like Monsters Inc. It's like every scene leads to the next scene. Every setup is paid off. Yeah. It's it's such a good script, and it also has Boo, and Boo is the little girl that. Sully accidentally brings into the monster world and she is such a dynamic um, character yeah. that it really like elevates the film. It's the it's the, the, the icing on the cake of Monsters Inc., which is already a cool idea, and then it's like, hey, guess what? One of the main characters is like an adorable little girl. Yeah, and and the thing as well, like that boo is so real as well. Because it's not like they got a ten year old that they can boss around to like record these lines. They literally 
recorded her lines by getting a three-year-old of the year and just following her with the microphone. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. it's so good. And it's like that. The mate was asking. Yeah. <laughs> she says so stuff that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like there's there's one bit where she just says something real. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's sort of been a way better example. So I could remember what it was, but um, it's what but it's random. Mm. It might, yeah, it's realistic. It's random and, box. and it works. Um, oh, by the way, Happy Feet Two was the other movie you were thinking of with a similar premise. Was a similar message to Monsters University. What was that? Happy Feet Two is even if you want to fly really bad, you can't fly. No, I, I think I'm thinking of. Thank you for pointing that out. And, <laughs> I, and I know that like Bill and Krill had an interesting message. Bill and Will and Bill the Krill had an interesting message as well. Mm-hmm. Two episodes in a row mentioned Happy Feet Two. Couldn't be on more different franchises. <laughs> but um, yeah, they. I think it might have even been Inside Out, which is like you know just another Pixar movie. But it's like the message that it's okay to be sad. Mm. It's like is a good mm. message. Pixar man. Yeah, that's what Pixar there, there, is. there is something else. It's it's a real harsh Re- life Re- lesson. Ralph. Rick and Ralph's essentially know your place. Know, know your place, but like make good out of it. I'm going to keep thinking about it. Okay. Um, speaking of Pixar, I would like to know, because so personally, I'm, I'm a huge Pixar fanatic. Dude, like, I'm so weird for Pixar. I, <laughs> I am like super big into, into learning more about how to tell stories and Pixar are kind of like the, 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 you know, the godfathers of storytelling, basically, especially in, in the modern cinema landscape. Um, where, where do either Monsters Inc. and Monsters University or Monsters franchise as a whole rank for you in Pixar's filmography? Um, let me, through the power of uh, phone, mm-hmm. bring up Pixar movies, and then I'm just—I'm just, just, not yeah. going to read them all out necessarily. Yeah. In fact, I probably will read them all out now, mate. Um, but just uh, just to get an idea. So, oh, I'm going to try and. Name my favourite. Um, it's really hard. Um, I don't know. Monsters Inc. comes from the like untouchable mm-hmm. top. I'm gonna say five. Yeah. Which would be Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., um, Cars Two, and um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. So the, the top ones are like the the best kind of. You don't mess with these. These are always at the top. Would be like Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., uh, probably The Incredibles, yeah. Wall-E, and Toy Story Three. But I was like the Toy Story franchise. The Toy Story franchise, I would put as one. Yeah, uh, and um, I'd also put Inside Out. In there. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, uh, since after Up, mm-hmm. I'd say that that was the end of like when Pixar was like appointment viewing. Um, you know, like every film has to let you sit down and watch and it's going to be the best film you've ever seen. Um, and then they, like, Brave, pretty forgettable. Um, you know, a couple of the sequels, obviously Cars 2 was the, like, start at the beginning of the end. Um, even, like, The Good Dinosaur, not great. But, like, Inside Out, like, I, I'm gutted that Inside Out came out when it did because it's perfect. Yeah. Like, 
and and but then I think that there's it's now like it's actually like it's kind of like the Simpsons is that you had the golden age of like you you can't touch this and even like Toy Stories like season one and two when it's like it's the, the foundations are there but the like technical side isn't quite and if you watch Toy Story again it actually it's got, it's got its flaws definitely yeah. especially in the technical side of it um, and then now it's like it went through quite a dark patch with like Cars 2 um, Brave and now it's it's kind of up again but it hasn't sort of reached that peak again I'd say like Monsters University even like Cars 3 like and Finding Dory are like yeah they're, they're showing that they've still got it mm. but they're maybe just not trying as hard anymore but Inside Out is like perfect and should be considered part of the like gold standard yeah 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 I think I think Toy Story are their only franchise that gets better with each film yeah um, I would say Finding Dory doesn't. Finding Dory was a disappointment for me. Yeah. I would say Cars is just so low tier for me from the start that I don't... The first Cars is, is, is actually good. The yeah. first Cars gets shit on a, a lot because of Cars 2. Cars 2 is fun, but that was the... Like, people were, people had just come off up. Yeah. And they were expecting the next waterworks. And yeah. it doesn't even try... It's not like it tries and fails. Yeah. Um... Like, say, something like The Good Dinosaur, you could say it tries to be quite deep, and it's, and it's not. It's very mm-hmm. service level. Um, and it, it's just a fun spy movie with Mater, and it's like, it's made for kids. These are essentially yeah, yeah. kids' films, and you got, you know, 15 years worth of, like, I'm going to say adult themes, but, like, you know, deeper meanings of them, and then you get one that doesn't have it, and you're like, this is the worst thing you've ever made. It's not. It's <laughs> fine. Um, and then Cars 3, which we saw recently, actually is pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's just I just don't care. I don't. Yeah, care that's the thing, and, and same kind of thing happened with um the Winter Soldier. Is that it actually? It's it suffers because the original is isn't as good. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in the Winter Soldier, it's supposed to be this huge reveal. Like oh my god, Bucky's still alive. He's they're, they're fighting each other. But it's like oh, I didn't really care about the relationship of the first one because it wasn't as good of a movie. Yeah. And in Cars Three, that it skips Cars Two. <laughs> they don't reference Cars Two at all. But it's all about how much. Um, Lightning looked up to Doc Hudson mm-hmm. and it's like well you know Cars, Cars 1 as I say it was a really good film but we had this one in between that didn't reference Doc Hudson because Paul Newman had died mm-hmm. and then now we're like made to, you're telling us that their relationship was the most important thing ever yeah so I like if you watched Cars and then Cars 3 it would probably work quite well mm. um so with I would I would say with Monsters University, it's it's a very rare breed of sequel slash prequel can follow follow on where it's not as good as the first one, but it's by no means bad. And I, people don't give those types of sequels enough credit. I don't think. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. Because people are all like, Ugh, you know, like when when Pixar announced all the sequels they were doing, there was a very like anti Pixar sentiment going around, and Monsters University came out, and everyone immediately wanted to say it sucks. But it doesn't suck. No, not at all. Like, it's good. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Cool. Okay. So, um, I've got written down here, just as a fun little aside, uh, since fourth grade, Lion Goof. No, yeah. So, something fun about uh, Monsters, Inc. is that at one point at the start, Mike says to Sully, yeah, I've been looking out for you since the fourth grade. No, he says, you've been jealous of my looks since the fourth grade. Sure, sure. And then in Monsters University, they meet in... In university, um, and that that actually that's not a mistake because that was they were aware of that writing the film, yeah, which is interesting. So they were trying to 
I was reading that um, director uh, Dan Scanlon um, was trying to figure out a way to incorporate them meeting in fourth grade. Yeah. And trying to, like, maybe they fell out of touch and then met again at university. And ultimately it was Peg Doctor, the director of the original film, who was like, if it works for the story, just do it, man. And so yeah. they've gone on record now saying that in the monsters world, everyone says you've been jealous of me since the fourth grade. Yeah, like that's the expression. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Yeah, Pete Doctor was like, it's cool that you thought of me, but I don't give a fuck. If you, can make a, <laughs> if you can make a good story and it only you only have to scrub out one line from the original and go for it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think they did, oh, fuck, monsters University is great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's, you, like, I was going to say, like, it gets unfairly shit on, but no one even talks about it. No, it's true. Which is annoying. Like, yeah, it's this it's this weird, like, you could almost forget it was made. Hmm. The reverse Mandela effect. Yeah. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean 4. What? They made a fourth one. Yeah. I knew the fifth one came out. <laughs> what, a fourth? No. Um, all right. Now we're going to move on to a, a famous segment. A famous segment. The president talks about this segment. That's how famous it is. He tweeted about it. <laughs> this segment's called Continue the Franchise. Oh. Now, this is a all segment right. where... Where Richard and I are going to pitch you, dear listener, a continuation of the Monsters universe, whether that's a pre- another prequel or a sequel or a, you know whatever. Now, interestingly, there is quite a lot of history. I'm showing you how much I've written down under continue the franchise now. Dude, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna save my little interjections, and they're gonna be great. Okay, so interestingly, Monsters Inc. has been carried on and continued as a franchise oh. in numerous ways outside of Monsters University. Oh, for screams. Um, yeah. So there, have been, uh, there have been a couple of short films that we didn't watch, which include Mike's New Car and Party Time. I think it's called. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a few video games as we mentioned. Um, there's an, there's a few amusement park rides, and this is interesting. There's a comic book mini series that came out in 2009, oh. and it's a sequel to Monsters Inc. And it's called Monsters Inc. Laugh Factory, and in it we see Sally and Mike running the new laughter-based Monsters Inc. And they must battle a child who is heavily implied to be Sid from Toy Story after he discovers the monster world and starts using the doors as portals to steal toys from around the world. Uh, when he's caught. He claims he's only stealing toys so that other kids don't have to suffer the same fate as him. Isn't that deep? That's great, man. <laughs> I, I found like a, a, a um, screenshot from the comic where you can see Sid. I, it said it's indirectly revealed to be Sid, so I think that might mean they don't use it. He probably just has Punisher shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. I mean, I understand why it wouldn't be in a movie because you can do that in a comic where like whoever's reading a Monsters Inc. comic that came out in 2009 is like prepared to know what Toy Story is, I guess. Right, yeah. But isn't Sid like it's tragic character in the past? Oh, dude, yeah. um, But what you say that like are you basing that on the fact that he's a garbage man? No, I'm saying that he like happy, he did dude. nothing wrong. He was dismantling what he thought were inanimate objects. Right, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. <laughs> the villain by proxy or by, by default rather. Yeah, although... He probably never got home life. No. But, but that, he, yeah, that's tragic. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he's, he was a pretty fucked up kid, but then that's probably because <laughs> he never got home life. His sister was fine. Yeah, fuck Anna. Sid. Anna. Fuck Sid. Hannah. Oh, Anna. Or is it Hannah? Shit. Um, <laughs> and then also in 2005, um, this was during the dark days where P- uh, Pisney and Dixar. Uh, <laughs> Dixar. Disney and Pixar. Dixar. Delicious. <laughs> Disney and Pixar weren't friends anymore. 
And so that, there, was, there was a falling out between them. Um, and I think Disney still owned Monsters, Inc., technically, and they gave it to a like subsidiary to make a sequel. Uh, and that sequel was called Monsters, Inc. 2 Lost in Scaradice. Uh, and, and this I was one, hoping you would find it because this was going to be my continuity franchise. <laughs> Uh, and this one, uh, the plan was that Sully and Mike get lost in the human world after looking for Boo. After they discover she has moved, um, the film was developed, not being developed by Pixar, was scrapped after Pixar and Disney infamously made amends in 2006. So, yeah, there's another movie that was nearly made. Yeah. This is an alright idea. I think yeah, it's, I mean, it's a better like, idea on paper than Monsters University, but I'm glad. I think Monsters University would have been a better movie. Yeah, because of the message, mm. which we've already discussed um, now what's your opportunity franchise I'm sure you're a great one I'm sure it has a hilarious title yeah it does thank you um, alright so my idea is that we've seen monsters at work and we've seen monsters at school I'd like to see them at play uh, so my idea is called monsters id and Sally and Mike are having midlife crises and like they go on a vacation with their families now it's years later it's like 20 years after Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a real introspective look at where they've come from, who they are now. Um, yeah, mid- a midlife crisis film with either Sully and Mike or both of them. Right, where does the id? It means, like, your, right. your mind. Oh, I can't remember. Did you? Okay. I thought you would know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck, dude. Your id, the id. I'm too busy being it's... attractive. I don't... <laughs> um, yeah, the id. Right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Monsters ID. Mm. It's about them getting fake IDs. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I wanted to do the them being stuck in the human world because I think that's a good mm-hmm. premise. But then it's like, when do you set it? Yeah, because I don't. I don't. I don't like the idea of doing a film set at the Laughter Factory. Yeah, that's not as. We've seen it. We've seen the factory. We don't need to go there again. Yeah, so... Or, or you could do, like, a distant sequel with Boo, mm-hmm. having grown up, mm-hmm. which is another good idea. Is I it? I, I almost don't want to see it. To me, to me, I think the... As, as much as I want to see more sequels to Monsters, Inc., because it's such... It's, like, the best world-building and, like... And, and, and most, film history. Yeah, well, not film history, but then they're so reserved with it. Like, they didn't, like, blast out with all these spin-offs and, and movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, but that world was fully realised. But I think almost the ending... So the ending of Monsters, Inc., they get Boo's door back, and it's, like, months later, and Sully opens it, and it's him looking into Boo's room, and he goes, Boo? And then you hear, Kitty! And he, like, sees her, and he smiles, and it's him, and it's beautiful. That's akin to the ending of, like, Casablanca to me. Right. Like, I don't want to see a sequel to Casablanca because it's not going to go anywhere interesting. Casablanca is like this tragic, beautiful ending and it's like, oh, it ended in the perfect place. I kind of feel the same way about seeing more of Boo and Sully. Like, yeah. that story, I want it to be happy and therefore I don't want it to continue. From- All right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're right. And I agree with you. Um, my continuity franchise is Bowling for Screams 2. <laughs> okay. Boss is like Bowling for Screams was a CD ROM, a PC CD ROM game mm-hmm. uh, where you and I got it in uh, a box of LCMs which are like rice bubble marshmallow cakes rice crispy treats yes yeah yeah rice crispy treats for our, um, American viewers and also we've got a viewer in, a, a listener in Houston like let us know if you're okay yeah and he hasn't commented in a few weeks yeah so Brent Brent are you okay 
Yeah. We call it Sigma on the podcast. Brent, are you okay? <laughs> are you actually like, like you know, I'll get to back and I'll continue the franchise in a moment, but let us know. Um, anyway. For those listening to this in a year's time, there's just a big hurricane in Houston, yeah. which is why we're asking. Our hearts go out to everyone affected by Hurricane Harvey. Should we just say that? And Brent, if you're listening, let us know. Yep. So, um, bowling for screen, yeah, Rice Krispie Treats. So, um, it was like a game where you basically just positioned where you, as a bowling game, positioned where you wanted the ball to be in line with the lane, and then you hit go, or space bar probably, and then you like had to control the ball down the um, lane as and, and hit as many pins as you can. And I think it was... Bowling for screens was one part of it. There was like five different games that you find in like a pool hall. So there was like a Monsters Inc. pool as well. And, and, and but like I only got like a demo disc in my LCMs. Mm-hmm. So maybe my continue the franchise is just I want the rest of those games. Mm. Um, they're out there. I just have to go the franchise for your own personal yeah, yeah. experience. I just, yeah, I just want the full version of that game. So if anyone has a... Send it to Compulture PO Box... Six eight nine six one Newton Auckland eleven forty five. Is that real? Yeah. Is that your? your <laughs> yeah, it's one. Oh, cool. No, um, it's um, it's a place I used to work, <laughs> and if you send it to Richard Martin there, I'll still get it. Okay. Um. So, I thought maybe we could read out a couple comments and emails. Yeah, do, and then we can just talk about Monsters Inc. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Thomas Meehan, I think that's how you pronounce it, emailed us last week. And he said, I'm a listener of the podcast. I was wondering if you take suggestions. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but he, I think he suggested a few that went on our list. He said, if so, please take a look. And then he listed 13 films. Well, 13 properties, including Doctor Who. Off to a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers. Are there pa- There's more than one Power Rangers movie? Yep. There you go. Super Sentai. Sounds sexual. I'm not aware of that. I'm, I'm, it sounds like anime. Hooper. Hooper no, not that I'm looking down at anime. Either. Super hentai. Uh, Batman 1989. I mean, look, yeah. you could have just said Batman. And yes, that's on the list. Uh, well, we, we have we have a distinguished on the, on yeah, the list. That's true. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> there, there are Batman animated movies. There are. You're right. Okay, yep. Put that on the list. Yeah. Fuck you, AJ. Go, Thomas. Uh, Disney Channel original movies. Or That's a great one. High school musical movies, which is on the list. Yeah, Disney Channel. Imagine watching every... There's so many, dude. Mm. And the, there's one good one, and it's called... Um, jump Out. No, jump Out. Jump In. Um, it's called Jump In, starring Chicken Cordon Blue. And his dad, who has a different last name. Um, chicken Parmesan. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to continue. Yeah, you continue. I'm going to find. Uh, he says it's Harry Potter, all that movies. Yep, that's on the list. He suggested Pokemon. Yes, I believe that's on the list. Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if that's on the list. Studio Ghibli. I don't know if I'd count that as a franchise. It's more uh, like, yeah, it's called Now You See It. I was yeah, I wasn't sure which one was the GC movie. Now You See It is a fucking good movie. Ninety six percent liked it. <laughs> Uh, he also suggested the James Bond movies. Yep, they're on the list. Disney Renaissance. I mean, we've already done. No, we haven't. We haven't done any Disney. Re- oh, yeah, no, no. We haven't done any Disney Renaissance films. We've done Disney cartoon movies. Uh, what have we done? Jungle Book and Lady in the Tramp. 
Um, the amount of times you're burping on this podcast, don't call me out for my one. <laughs> I, we've had good feedback about my burping. We've had um, good feedback about your stupid whatever you're doing. And lastly, he suggested Akira, which is a really good single lone movie. Are you sure it's not a two-parter? I'm pretty sure it's not a two-parter. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, and then he said, let me know what you think. Thanks. Thank you, Thomas, for those suggestions. And I said, should I read up my reply? Do people care about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I said, hi, Thomas. I want to know how much of a pretentious dick okay. you came across as. Hi, Thomas. How old are you? <laughs> Did um, you actually say that? No. <laughs> Thanks so but much. We do want to know how old you are, Thomas. If you're yeah, yeah, that's true. Is we love our listeners it's, to see them their age. It's useful, it's useful information for a, for a um, you know, senior cloud. Um, Thanks so much for the email. It's really cool to know that we're getting new listeners. Where about are you from? Thanks all for your, all your suggestions. We'll add, them to, we'll, add, we'll add them to our list of films if they weren't already. Though we're focusing on film franchises, so we probably won't be doing any TV shows or single movies in the immediate future. We've talked about doing Harry Potter as a big event further down the line, perhaps with, when we have a large, larger listener base. I think we're discovering we like digging into obscure franchises that no one talks about, like Beethoven or Sister of the Travelling Pants, as opposed to bigger ones that everyone talks about. What do you think? Thanks again for your email. And he said, I'm from England. I think it's a great idea that you should talk about franchises that don't get talked about much. Good on. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, we also had a couple comments on our Kill Bill episode. Oh, nice. Um, da, 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 where are we? I'm completely lost in this. Um, we had a comment from someone who said... Um, oh freaking hell. This is. I thought I could do this in time while I stall, but I can't. Do you want me to stall? Uh, give me two seconds. Two seconds of stalling. Yeah. Well, I just did it. I've got it. There you go. There you go. Okay. Stalling 101. Just um, repeat back what you're supposed to do. Okay. James Rice commented on our Kill Bill one, and he suggested as a continue the franchise Kill Dill, and that's four hours of Uma Thurman trying to get the lid off a pickle jar. That's really good. That's pretty good. And um, David Brown. Hey. How you going, dude? He said, hey, guys, enjoying your podcast question. Will you do the Hatchet movies in honor of part four coming out in October? What's Hatchet? Hatchet's like a horror movie series. And it's funny he says that, like, um, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's not Dunning-Kruger effect. But there's another effect that, like, as soon as you find out about something, it, like, it's mentioned. The Beta Meinhof. Yeah. And um, I knew about the Hatchet movies beforehand. I'd, I'd heard of them. I, and when I first heard of it, I thought it was... Uh, based on that great book series by Gary Paulson. <laughs> but um, it's not. It's uh, about this, like, a guy, deformed guy who kills people with a hatchet. But um, when did you say the fourth one comes out? October. October, yeah. So about a week ago, it was announced and it, that it's been filmed. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's just like, oh, by the way, this movie that's dated for October, it's the new hatchet film. Very Beethoven sequel <laughs> how because there's just no information on their production oh no no there's like information on another film's production oh, okay. and then they were like that's actually a hatchet sequel oh, okay. say with Blair Witch okay cool okay so that's that's all our, our fan mail for this week alright do you have any let's let's start a new segment okay and let's write fan mail to the Monsters franchise Dear Monsters Inc you're a good movie and I think that your younger brother, Monsters University, gets unfairly shit on because he's got some really good stuff in him. And you tell him that he's just got to keep trying and he'll find what he's good at. You know what's interesting is that... Love Richard. 
Monsters Inc. is it it's it focuses on Sully. Sully's the protagonist in Monsters Inc. with Mike being like the secondary character. Mm-hmm. And in Monsters University, Mike's the protagonist and Sully's like the secondary character. I wouldn't say that's interesting, I'd say it's just how you tell a story. No, I know, but what I'm saying is like therefore each movie kind of represents the character they're about. Like Monsters Inc. is the like stronghold that yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone loves and Monsters University is this like underrated hidden gem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe put that in your in your fan mail. Oh well. Off you go. Dear Monsters Inc. Um, everything that I just said, I still mean it. Um, could you maybe do Batman the Animated Series for your next episode? Um, let us know and sign it off, obviously. Love, Alejandro Honez. Um Let us know if you enjoyed this um, fan mail segment. I can tell by the look on your face, you did not. <laughs> oh, wait, for every franchise, are we going to write a letter to Monsters, Inc., or just to that franchise? <laughs> to the franchise. Oh, okay. No, I'm more on board now. We do fan mail. We are like, hey, Monsters, Inc., have you seen Beethoven? <laughs> <laughs> Those movies are great. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you're you're hosting next week's episode, so you can do it. I'm just going to fucking introduce all these new segments. Okay. I'm going to throw so much shit at the wall. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you, the listener, let us know what it sticks. So this week... It was fan mail. We want to, I want to introduce a new segment. Okay. And it's this week it's fan mail. I'm not confident about fan mail being the one that sticks. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> I just well, maybe it's it's funnier this week because I sprung it on you mm. like a like a twenty-three nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Monsters Inc. fans will get this. So now we'll move on to our last segment that was always For now. Um, and this segment is called Franchise Roulette. Richard's going to play a number off a random number generator, and then I'm going to check on a website. Uh, are you going to do it? Because You can do it if you want. Yeah, I've got it up already. You got to do it last week. Yeah, you do it every week. Oh, you right. do it all the time. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know where it is. No, right, I've got it here. Yeah. Random number is... 97. So whatever 97 is on this list of franchises will be our next... Fortnite's franchise that we delve deep into. All right, so I've been complaining a lot about two film franchises lately. Yeah. Boy, howdy. No. Land Before Time. No! Holy shit. 14 films. Oh, no. This is the worst part. That's how you fucking do it, AJ. That's how you fucking do, you do the how, franchise release. Do you know how close I was to asking you if you just wanted to start doing Film Franchise Fridays instead? I asked you that yesterday, and you told me to go fuck myself. No, I, well, no first of all, you asked me it today, but I was going to... I was going to no, move I asked to, you yesterday. I was going to move to confirm today, but then I was like, oh, I'll see what we get next. I'm so glad I didn't <laughs> say anything now. Um, oh, shit. Well, we could, do you want to watch two a day? No, no. But we are gonna. Uh, we, yeah. we we probably are gonna switch back to our fortnightly release schedule um, for the Cop Option podcast for a little bit. What? What? Did we talk about that? What? So instead of doing a podcast every week, right? And like, we're getting rid of the other podcast. Yeah, we're not getting rid of it. It's just going on a break. Right. Okay. Because ideas are quite hard to come up with and. We've got. We're even harder to do. We've both got a quite, quite a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Yeah. So. Like watching these bloody Loom Four Time movies. Yeah. I tell you. I tell you what. Have you seen them before? Never. Uh, have you seen any of them? I know about the little girl that died. That's all I know. Oh, about. 
You're gonna love that. It's <laughs> gonna be my continue the franchise. Yeah, searching for Ducky. Littlefoot's like oh, Ducky, whatever. <laughs> Who's Littlefoot? Littlefoot's the main one, the Brontosaurus. Oh, dude, I don't know that about geology. Dude, <laughs> geologies. <laughs> geology. Oh, okay, I said it's fourteen films. It's not a geology. It's a geology of seven films. Um, I don't know if Brontosaurus was the right dinosaur man. I was guessing. Right. Okay. Ducky is the girl. The, the voice actor for Ducky is the one who got murdered yeah, by yeah. dad. You've just taken the most interesting thing about these films and spoiled them. It's like if you if if you were to say that the Littlefoot's mum dies. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I think I know that. I think if that happens. If that happens, then I knew. And it's all like Simba, Simba Mufasa. Kind yeah, of everyone's stuff. like, oh, how about when this happens? I was like, fuck off! I haven't seen those. All right, Land Before Time. AKA land of diminishing returns from what I've been told. <laughs> I don't think they stay strong through all oh, no, the Oh no, the 12th one is three hours long. What are you talking about? No, it's not oh, okay. All right. Um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. You can find more of our stuff on Cole Popcher on YouTube. And where else? Uh, Gmail. And just <laughs> <laughs> like Snapchat, no. Um, Instagram, no. Uh, Facebook and YouTube are the main places to Google find Google Drive. Please, please if find us If you've got the there. passwords. <laughs> um, yeah, please find us. Yeah, we're lost. Help. <laughs> Let us out. And Monsters, Inc., feel free to write us back. Yeah. Let us know if you enjoyed our fan mail. Yeah. Awesome. Anyone let us know. And let us know if you're safe. <laughs> Just everybody listening to this, please comment that you're okay so that when Brent, so Brent doesn't feel like an idiot, just being like, hey, guys, I'm fine. Yeah. Brent, please do reply, though. We, yeah. We need to hear from you. Okay. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And we'll... Um, oh, I need to come up. What was one? We came up with one. What, a, like a sign-off? Yeah. Pop goes the weasel. And that's the way the cult crumbles. The cult pop. Um, remember, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Um, stay frosty. Um, a- Apex? What was the one that you... Apex the, Predator. No, what was, the, what was the cult? <laughs> what was the cult that your family was involved in? Amway. Amway. And I remember, saw, ain't no way like Amway. Where did I see someone mention Amway the other day? I you saw were listening to the podcast. No, and someone mentioned in something I knew you were going to read as well. And I was like, I wonder if it's... It's the Bainer Meinhof. Bainer Meinhof, yeah. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 